On today's podcast, this is, listen, listen, hold on, hold on, okay? Because this is a special episode. This is the Real Comedians of Social Media episode, okay? I got the exclusive interview with Kev on stage and Tony Baker, so y'all want to stay tuned for that. I give a review of the show. I'm also going to be talking about a rap battle that's going on. I'm going to be talking about the NBA Finals. And a lot more, including the Crying Jordan face of the week. Stay tuned for that. This is a pretty lengthy episode, I admit, okay? But for those who are listening for the first time, if you're not doing this already, follow me on social media, Walk With Jason, everywhere, okay? Everywhere. If you can't find me there, go to walkwithjason.com. You'll find me there as well. All right? Anywho, maestro, drop that beat. to the walk with jason podcast i am your host jason tyree aka a man called jason aka screaming a smith because this is blasphemous this is blasphemous the blasphemy the, the uh, unmitigated gall the the I, I i i i can't even speak i can't even speak right now i can't even speak how do you pass the ball in that situation I don't want to hear about it I don't want to hear about it Okay <sighs> Go ahead Max I'm done Go ahead talk No 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 Another thing Another thing Let me stop <laughs> Yeah Screaming A. Smith <laughs> In the building Oh gosh That guy is He is hilarious Um <laughs> Anywho, welcome, man. This is episode seven. Yeah, episode seven. Um, this is a special episode, guys. This is a special episode. I'll tell you why in the next segment. You know what I'm saying? You probably already know by the title of it, but I'm going to let you know more about it in depth in the next segment. You know, but uh, you know how I start the podcast. I tell you what's been up with me personally, and you know, I I'll drop you a jewel or something. You know, I'm talking out. You know, just just give y'all a little something for life to think about, a little food for thought. You know, um, for those who are tuning in for the first time, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can learn more about me just by following me on social media. Walk with Jason. Everything. Okay, I made it easy for y'all. And if that's still difficult for you, you can go to my website, which is walkwithjason.com. That's right. You can go there and you can find out everything about me. Okay. Um, but anywho, anywho, what's up, guys? Memorial Day weekend is gone. It's June now. School is either out, depending on where you live, or it's about to be out. Because here in Virginia, we got like a, a week and a half left of school. Um, but yeah, summer is upon us. Drums, please. Drums, please. 
Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, summer, summer, summertime, summertime. Then just sit back in the bar. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm. Yo, I don't care what y'all say. I believe Rakim wrote that for Will Smith. That's. I'm going to just go to the grave with that. I just really believe it just has a rock him groove to it, man. I, listen, ain't no shame in the in, in, in thrill. I mean, Will Smith game like Will Smith, man, he he wrote some stuff. But I think that song, I think rock him either wrote it or helped him write it because the groove is just so rock him. Think about it. Think about it. Stay woke. <laughs> but anywho, man, as far as myself, um. Not gonna lie to you guys, it's been a rough week. Um, I'm still in the job hunt. Let me scoot this up here a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still in the job hunt. Um, I have my freelance business that's kind of holding me afloat for now, but it's been a year and a half that I've been on the job hunt. Um, and it's just not the most fun thing to go through uh i would say up to this point right now i have applied to 55 different jobs 30 no 27 of which did respond back uh out of that 27 i would say 18 actually said no thanks we're gonna go ahead with someone else which leaves what nine um companies that actually interviewed me um out of those nine maybe five said come in for a second interview and out of those five maybe three said come in for um a third interview and those three once i got to the third you know when you get to the third interview you you're in your mind you're kind of like oh i got this in the bag i got the job but all three of them even though i got to the the third interview at the very last second some mysterious person was just slightly better than me and they or a better fit and they got the job over me so yeah um for those who are unemployed and still looking for a job and it, you know you're going through it hey you're not in this fight alone I'm going through it myself. For those who don't know, by day, I'm a graphic designer. Um, I have a degree in graphic design with 15 years of experience. My resume and portfolio is on fleek. But here I am. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I have my days where I'm very upset. And then there's other days where it's like, man, just keep moving. Keep trying, you know keep trying i mean the 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 great thing about it is bills are still getting paid um and some something's still happening you know what i mean because i'm uh you know i'm the head of the house here i have a wife and four kids and i've always been the breadwinner and so how we're making it this long is just nothing but god um so yeah, that's it on, on, on my front. Um, I'm still pushing through. I'm still maintaining. 
<sighs> it's a daily process. Take it a day at a time. Sometimes you've got to break it down in a little, little more bite size um, increments. And so sometimes it's hours at a time. But the, the thing is just to keep going keep going that's one thing my dad said for those who don't know my dad passed away last month oh two months ago now wow um but one thing he always says is man you live long enough good things are bound to happen so keep going and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna keep going guys i'm gonna keep going um this podcast is giving me life I ain't even gonna lie it's giving me life it's been very therapeutic uh love i love podcasting i love it and uh before i get too long-winded on this i want to go ahead and drop you a jewel you know i was having a conversation with somebody and it was like man you know if i can just put out some some sort of content and get put on nationally and then globally and worldwide and da 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 you know i'd be good and then i was like well do anybody know you in the city and his reply was like, ah, nah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to do the local stuff. And that's that's been like a common theme I've noticed. Like, whenever you mention local, it's kind of like a bad word or something. Like, ah, nah, 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 that's too small. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking big. Thinking big doesn't automatically mean global or national. Like, I want the connotation of local. It's not a bad thing. Like, it's overlooked man like some there's millionaires in your city not just my city but your city those who are listening there are millionaires in your city who made all their money by being local it's not about being local or global or or, or nationally like i think the stigma of it is because of the days age and the internet and technology and it's like oh i gotta be global i gotta go viral and stuff like that man listen local maybe maybe that's why some people are missing out because they're ignoring the local people you know i'm telling you you gotta start locally man um or, or don't ignore the local scene uh and then i know it's hard because a lot of times people in your own town don't really mess with you until you get big and, and all that stuff that's true to an extent but at the same time man like if you develop some roots from where you are man seriously it can go a long way think about it. I, you know with superhero movies and stuff like that i always go for the villain like if there's always a hero and a villain i always tend to side with the villain but then get upset because the villain always lose except in infinity wars well i don't know how the infinity wars part two is going to go but anywho um i think a lot of times the villain mess up because they're thinking globally too fast too fast it's like i'm going to take over the world nah man like the joker Oh, he had Batman on his heels, son. Because the Joker ain't want the world. He was like, I just want Gotham. Just give me Gotham. I'm good with Gotham. And so, I, you know, even when Hitler, like when Hitler was trying to take over the world per se or, or take over Germany, like he started regionally. He was like, I'm taking over this. I'm taking over that. And as these things add up, I'm getting stronger and stronger. You know what I mean? Um, 
when you take steps like if you want to be global if you want to be national that's fine but if you take the proper steps to do it instead of going that's your first aim like it plays a huge difference when you take steps towards that you know what i mean like <sighs> look at thanos thanos got one stone at a time he he didn't walk around saying yo you split we'll split the team up and you get a stone and you get a stone and uh, you know let's go get it at the same time nah man <laughs> one stone at a time um and so yeah i just wanted to speak on that because local tends to get a bad rap and it shouldn't it shouldn't man it's so it's so overlooked thinking big doesn't necessarily mean wide it can mean deep as well because if you're thinking locally like i want to establish a local business that's going to last for 50 100 years that's just as big of a dream than saying oh i want to just get put on nationally i don't really care about longevity as long as the people know me in the moment i mean yeah man anywho um that's my my spiel for the day uh i think that's it man that's it i got for this segment here i'm gonna go to the next segment 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 <laughs> and um it's gonna be a special segment um so stay tuned keep it locked i'll holla at y'all in a few seconds welcome back to the walk with jason podcast i am your host jason tyree aka a man called jason and this segment right cheer, this segment right cheer, man this is a special segment normally this will be where i give my two cents actually i am still giving my two cents in a way but i'm gonna give my review of the real comedians of social media show um in the love hour um as well as an exclusive interview there's an exclusive interview at the end of this segment stay tuned you don't want to miss it that i had the opportunity to have with kev on stage and tony baker um so after i give my review we're going to go straight into the interview it's my first interview like i've never done an interview before in my life and i didn't even think about doing the interview um had i had a couple of close people to me say hey i mean see if you can get an interview and i was like i i don't know like kev and i we kind of known each other for a while um and i'll explain that in a few minutes but i knew it wasn't too far-fetched for me to get one but i still didn't know and once i got to the show i was like forget it i'ma just carpe diem see if i can get it the worst he could say is no i'll still get a picture with them at least you know what i mean but um yeah i was able to get the interview um and i'm pretty excited about that i don't know how i pulled it off because I, I had to really think on my feet like my phone was about to die and i couldn't find the record app um on my phone so i was like let me just record video and hopefully rip the audio from that 
and I tested it out. It came out great. So after this segment is over with, the interview is going to come up. So stay tuned. Anywho, let me give my review of the Love Hour and the Real Comedians of Social Media show. They came to Richmond on Sunday, May. What day was that? May the 20. Hold on, I want to make sure because I don't want to say the wrong date that they came. I want to say the 27th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was May 27th. Yeah. So they came on May 27th here in Richmond. Um, and I had the opportunity to sit in the front row, um, which was great. And I, we went to the Love Hour first, and that was awesome. I'm telling you, that was awesome all in itself because, you know, Kevin, his wife, they've been married. Um, I want to, did he say 14 years? I believe he said 14 years. Yes. Um, but just, just seeing them be so transparent, real, still hilarious, but they dropped a lot of gems, man. Like it was. It was really, really good. Um, and Melissa, Kev's wife, man, listen, I can see her speaking to women all across the nation. Like she just, it's, it just fits her. Um, my wife was soaking up every word that she was saying. I mean, I was too, but I'm just saying I can see her affecting her influence on women. And I really believe she has a great future and speaking into women's lives. And so I'm, I'm excited to see what's in store for her individually, as well as them as a couple, man, because that what they have there with that love hour has just been awesome. Um, originally started off as a podcast. I hope they get back to it, to be honest, but I know that they got a million things going on. Um, so who knows, but it, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. I learned, I, you know, I, I've been married for 12 years, been with my wife for 15 and, we were still learning, you know, you're never too, too far in the game to, you know, like you got it all made and you don't have to learn anymore. No, you're forever learning, forever learning, man. And so it was great. It was wonderful. And I appreciated it. And then the show itself um, started and to hear more started it off. And here's the thing, like Tony and Kev, I already know about their stand up. I know I know a little bit more about them than I did about Tahir. I knew about Tahir. I see. First of all, Kev, Tahir and Tony, I see them every day on social media, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube. It's like I I see them every day. So in my mind, I was like, these are these are my boys. These are my homies. You know what I mean? Um to hear the only thing about to hear i really knew prior to the show was the stuff he did with all deaf digital and i i think i may have seen him do one stand-up joint and it was like a small clip so i i wasn't too familiar with his stand-up but man he had me in stitches i don't want to give away the jokes because you know, I don't know if they're going to start selling the DVDs of the tour or what, because they had a guy there that was filming and taking pictures and stuff like that. So I don't want to mess up any of the jokes that could be on on that uh, 
DVD or whatever, stream it. I don't know how they're going to do it or if they're going to do it. Um, but yeah, man, <laughs> Tahir had me cracking up, man, like for real cracking up. And so um, shout out to him. Um, Tony was next. Tony, I was already prepared. I was already prepared you know what i'm saying living lavishly i had the living lavishly shirt on like tony's my guy man i i told him you'll hear it in the interview but i i told him i was like listen man you are uh one of my top comedians like i and this is my personal opinion because i i feel like i'm gonna say this and some of y'all gonna be like oh whatever. whatever it's my opinion and there's no prerequisite for my opinion to be what it is. So I don't I don't need the feedback. It's my opinion. It's my my thoughts here. But I put him up there with the Chappelle's with the Chris Rocks, man. Like he he has he definitely has a future. Um, He's just he has a natural gift, man. And he did not disappoint. Dude was hilarious. Hilarious, man. Oh my goodness, he was hilarious. And so I, I really appreciated Tony. And he also just came out with his stand-up special. It's on Google Play. It's um on iTunes. Check it out. Just type in Tony Baker. You'll find it. Check it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. If you're not even familiar with him. But a lot of y'all may be familiar with him because he does the the voiceovers for the animals. He does the the Chris Wagner and um Buddy Tubbs uh, joint. Um and he does stuff for all deaf digital so if you don't know who tony baker is by now i'm get put on to tony baker just right now just go to go to youtube type in tony baker and just sit back binge watch okay safer for to hear google youtube whatever you got to do get familiar because these guys man they are great they're great and of course it ended with kev on stage man that that dude has a gift, man. Listen, he has a gift. He was just flowing, man. Like you can tell he was made for that. Um, and it just it seemed it seemed as if he paved the way for the type of comedy that he does. Cause it's it's clean, you know. I think the other comedian that I know that is that good, that's clean, is Sinbad. And to me, Kev blows Sinbad out the water. That's just my opinion um kev is amazing man and so one thing i'll say about kevin then i'll give you the backstory and then we're gonna get into this interview the thing about kevin man is um yes he's known to be funny uh and from the love hour and everything he's also intelligent obviously i mean you got to be intelligent to run a tour on your own you know what I mean? Like no sponsors. Well, I mean, I think all Def digital was, I don't know, but I know he's fronting a whole lot of it on, on, you know, out of his own pockets and stuff like that. For So you got to be smart about that. But the one thing I would say about Kev that I, I want more people to know about him is that he is very, very selfless, very selfless. Um, you know, he's not just putting himself on like he got his crew with him man. Um, creating these platforms. He's very hospitable. Um, 
very genuine, you know, just just the little things I noticed, little nuances about him that I've noticed over the years, man. It's like he's very humble and very selfless, man. And and I, I appreciate that about him. Um, even like there was there was a little I don't want to go into detail about this, but there was a little discrepancy with my ticket and I just hit him up, you know. And periodically I hit him up and he's never too, you know, Hollywood or too big to to hit me back. Um, but he took care of it on his own, man. And I, that that meant the world to me. Like, it really meant the world to me. Um, even when we saw each other, he was like, oh, man, call Jason. What's up? And so it was cool that we known each other. Now, let me give you the backstory of how we, you know, we met. We met through a guy. We have a, uh, a mutual friend. His name is Rob Thomas. Shout out to Rob or Michael Thomas out this piece. Um, yeah, so Rob and, and Kev, I believe they lived in the same city or something like that. Um, they, but they've known each other for, for quite a long time. But I knew Rob um, through this site called, I don't know, because I'm, I'm about to go through the history, man. This is cool. Um, this is a site called a hot mess blog.com. Um, it was popping in the mid, um, last decade. Like it was popping, man. Right before, um, Facebook really blew up and Twitter wasn't even around yet. Like we, we were the comic relief of the internet for a good year or two, man, maybe longer, but a hot mess blog um rob was one of the writers we had four writers rob was one of them it was two others um i I forget their name at the moment um and then they added a fourth writer which was me and a lot of people don't know that like i i probably kept that a secret for the longest this is actually my first time telling y'all but yeah my my uh moniker on there was just in time and uh yeah I was one of the writers and cracking up a whole lot of people. And it was, it was weird being in that position because it was like, wow, everybody's consuming my content and they're cracking up. Mm, maybe I have a future in it. And I, I punked out. I, I didn't pursue it. Um, or whatever, whatever. Rob, he's a natural writer and, and, and things like that, man. So he, he went from there and then he did the feedback, his website. And now he's doing great things, man. He's writing screenplays and stuff like that. And he's doing great things out there, man. So shout out to Rob. Um, but I met met uh, Kev through Rob. And this was when Kev was with the Playmakers and they weren't even viral. Um, little to... it. Like nationally, he was not known. He was just really known in that section of America on the West Coast. Um, and I started to follow him on Twitter. And I, I, you know, I said in the interview kind of a backstory of, you know, he was on Twitter. He was ranting about how he got fired. And then a couple of years later, he was like, you know what? I'm taking the plunge and I'm going to go ahead and move to L.A. and do this thing full time and look at him today man i'm so happy for him and his family even his kids like my kids watch his kids you know it's it's crazy man um i'm really happy for him 
And I'm happy that I was able to. It's, it's very rare that you get to see somebody start from before fame to where they are now. Like I get more starstruck about these type of people than I do about actual like A-list celebrities. Um, so just I like I you'll hear it in the interview um, how he's just been blessing me with how he's been walking this thing out. But anywho, we're going to get into the interview right now. So stay tuned. Here's the interview. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to the Walk With Jason podcast. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. a man called Jason, and I am here with Kev on stage. Praise the Lord, Walk With Jasoners. Yes, indeed. Is that indeed. what your listeners are called? They can be called that. Walkers. Walkers. Not to be confused with the walking dead. That's right. We walk with Jesus. Hey, yeah, hey, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just real quick, you know, um, the, first of all, the show, awesome. Thank you, thank you. The love hour just topped it off. First of all, it was that was just awesome. We've been married for twelve years, my wife and I, and we were still learning. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Great. It was it was great tips and things that we're going to take. She texted me. You know the things that I need to know and things like that. So it it, it was great. Good. I, That's I the hope. That's the hope that we create a conversation for your wife mm-hmm. and husband to have after, and then hopefully you can also do something else. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, indeed. Amen. Intense fellowship. Anyway, um, <laughs> then the show itself was just great. You know, to hear he he bought it. Tony, of course, I know he was going to bring it. Then you just. Wrapped it up. Even had a sermon. Yes, Lord. <laughs> oh, he turned that thing around. <laughs> that was great, man. But um, I just wanted to talk to you real briefly about. I remember. Well, first of all, I met him through Rob Thomas. Yep. You know, and this was like early Twitter, mm-hmm. where I think you was working at a job or something like that, and I don't know if you got let go or you were fired, but you fired. Was, I mean, yeah, he was venting on Twitter, and I was like, oh man. And then I remember a couple of years later, he was like, I'm taking this plunge, we're moving to LA. Yeah. I was like, I gotta see how this pan out because he's a father and a husband. And I'm right. Like, yeah, people don't be usually doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so when that happened, man, just, just seeing your steps from then and even before the Playmakers videos became viral right. and all that to now, it's just been a, a blessing to, for me to see. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. Definitely been a blessing for me to see, man. It, um, I know this tour, you took a leap of faith as well. Yes, yes. Talk to me about that journey. I mean, it was, I mean, I don't want to say simple, but, you know, I had been doing stand-up on the road for a while, and mm-hmm. then we got to a point where I did, like, a mini tour, and I realized, you know, the only difference between the promoter and myself is he had the money to put it up to risk it, and if we were doing all the promotion, it was like, what's the point of sharing the profit if we're you know, doing all the work, so to speak. Yeah. And I figured if I had enough to to promote myself, then mm-hmm. I could, you know, reap a bigger reward. But you also have to like risk that you lose the money. You know what I mean? That's so true. That's and true. I did not have the money he had, but I know the God I serve. Hey. Huh? And the work that I've done. And hey. through his help, mm. we were able to not lose any money. I mean that was really all the goal. Just to do no. it and see if we could do it wasn't to get rich or anything. It was just like, man, I just want to see if I can put my own self on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was the goal, and I think we've done a great job. Yes, indeed. I mean, you've been going overseas next month, right? Yeah, we're going to London in uh, about four weeks, and that's my first performance ever outside of the continental 
North America. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I performed in Canada this year too. Oh, that's right. That was my first time in Toronto, outside the United States. So mm -hmm. I'm going on a cruise. So technically, I'll be I'm international this year. International, well, international, international waters. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that that's awesome, man. Um, so I know you're also with All Deaf Digital. How yeah. did, how did that get started? Um, I've been in the YouTube space for a while. I started off um, making Playmaker videos and then I started making my own videos for fun and then made videos with my sons. My sons really took off and I got uh, connected with um, uh, some amazing creators and Awesomeness TV. Mm -hmm. And you know, kind of meeting the same people that started Awesomeness, they started off their digital, That's introduced right. me to Russell and you know, I pitched him a movie totally unrelated. He was like, oh, I'm starting this channel back up. I want you to run comedy for me. So, oh, you know, awesome. kind of the rest is history, so to speak. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know Tony just sneaked in here. Can I get one question from? Oh, yeah, as long as it's off camera, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, yeah. Just, well, just get my voice on there. Oh, that's camera. right. It's a podcast anyway, so they're not oh, going to see. Oh, well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just seeing, you know, um, first of all, you're one of my top comedians man you, you, you man. are hilarious i remember when i i saw the the voice i mean you saw the voiceovers then you was like hey i'm a comedian i'm gonna stand up too mm -hmm. so i yeah. binge watched on youtube like all your stuff uh -huh. from the last comic standing to this recent one you just came out with thanks man man Thank so I, i'm definitely a fan living lavish. oh man living lavish, yes indeed and congrats to your son for graduating Thank last you. week man Thank so you, that's man. that's awesome that's too what life's all about right now. yes indeed so what's next for tony baker um uh, just uh promoting the special um she's working on a new special mm -hmm. and uh working on my youtube channel too so awesome Awesome. Trying to get that going, let that take flight a little bit. Subscribe, and, uh, folks. Subscribe. subscribe to Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to just finish up here. I'm going to ask one last question. I Again, I've been watching the tour in different cities when you take pictures and stuff like that. And just tonight was just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a blessing for me because, like, for the past year and a half, it's been kind of a hellish season for me. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, between job insecurities and, you know, people passing away, especially my father who passed away last month. Um, you guys have been like my unofficial doctors, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, y'all been providing medicine of laughter. Thank you. And it's thank really you. been helping me get through. So I, I, I wanted to at least thank you guys face to face. My pleasure, sir. I mean, you that's know. kind of what we do. You know, you just really want to make people laugh. You know, yes. every day, me, Tony, to here, we're trying to post something mm -hmm. that makes people laugh on some form of social media. And it's always, you know, heartwarming to hear that, you know, we help people get through stuff. Because it's like, you know, we're not medical doctors in a sense, but right. if we can help take your mind off some negative things. I think we've done our job. Yes, indeed. So the big question is, I know the tour is not over yet, but I'm looking at the success of it. And I also understand you have a family to balance in the midst yeah. of it. But is there going to be a real, so, uh, real comedy uh, comedians of social media part two next year? More than the likely. Future. I've got to talk with my wife and team. Amen. You, know, you need to talk. Yes. Wife and team. Yes, indeed. Uh, but I think this will be something we do again for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for giving me Of course. Me thank time, you for having man. me. And um, listeners, y'all stay tuned. We're going to have the Crying Jordan face of the week along with Petty Sports. But you're now listening to the Walk with Jason podcast. Peace. Yep. So that was it. That was the interview. Short and sweet. I didn't want to belabor because it was right after they did the show. And, you know, I, I asked them, I was like, hey, you think I can, you know, get, get like five minutes or so of your time? And 
he made it happen man like he went he went out of his way to to set that up for me so i'm forever grateful for that it's probably one of the best days i've had in years um and so shout out shout out to those guys and miss kev on stage as well um uh, it's probably a day i'll never forget and they said it they're gonna do it again in the future so if they came to your city and you missed them you need to make sure you're there next time because i'm sure it's gonna be bigger and better next time anyway um and to hear oh gosh like one of the one of the regrets i have was not getting a question from to because after the interview you know we packed up and we got out of dodge because everybody had left at this point and we was in the dressing room um just having the interview and as i'm leaving the dressing room about to leave the building i see tahir because tahir wasn't in the back yet i i think he was still in the front talking to people so i saw him you know gave him the deuces as he was heading out and then as i was getting in my car i was like you dummy why don't you go back and ask him a question and i was like oh he's probably gone yada yada but i wish i would have got a question from him <laughs> <laughs> silly me but i ha i do appreciate to hear man he's been liking my tweets and re retweeting them and things like that so hopefully he's listening to this podcast and hopefully sometime in the future uh we can connect and, and you know get an interview or, or, or at least a question or something out of him um <laughs> who knows who knows but anywho thank y'all for listening thank y'all for tuning in coming up next i'm not even gonna tell y'all what's coming up next y'all just stay tuned peace welcome back to the podcast the walk with jason podcast that is i am still your host <laughs> jason tyree aka a man called jason i don't know why i was aggressive on that that's crazy Anywho, um, I'm not going to read lyrics this week, guys, um, because something more musical has been happening um, this past week or, or in some change. And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it because um, it's it's uh, interesting, to say the least. Drake versus Pusha T. <laughs> Listen. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit more biased to Pusha T because he's from Virginia, as am I. Um, But this has been this has been interesting, to say the least. And I think a lot of people because I've, I've heard a lot of people, man, why, why are they beefing anyway? What's the history behind it? Let me break it down to you. Um, I'm going to break I'm going to break down the history to you. OK. Listen, this this feud has been going on for, you know, for a while. Um, it, it's it used to be between the clips and Little Wayne. This is this is the backstory of how all of this come, has come to a head right now. But um, 2006, we're going to go back 12 years ago. That's when it's all started. I'm telling you, it's been brewing for a while. Um, 2006, is, it was really the clips against uh, Lil Wayne. Actually, Pusha had a feud with Lil Wayne since 2002. 
But the first public diss came on a track called Mr. Me Too. At the time, Pusha was still performing with the clips and, um, you know, around this time there was, they were wearing a lot of bape clothing and Wayne also dressed in bape. He's talked about it in rap songs and everything like that. Um, and, um, he claimed that rap, he claimed, Wayne claimed that, you know, the clips was biting his style or whatever. And so on Mr. Me Too, <laughs> um, I remember the line where, where uh, I think it was Pusher who said it. He said, you want to know the time? Better clock us. In words, bite the style from the shoes to the watches. And so that was, uh, that was a shot at Wayne. And Wayne responded in the interview later that year saying, you talking to the best. Talk to me like you talking to the best. I don't see no effing clips. Come on, man. So that's when it got direct. It's crazy, man. Like how something so small ballooned into what it is now. But anyway, 2011, Pusher releases a song called Don't F With Me. Um, so the Wayne beef was ultimately a little deeper than a fight over clothing brand. The pair sparring with each other over the years on various tracks so when drake joined wayne's label young money entertainment the rapper became fair game for pusher who first went at drake on the track don't f with me um which actually is a it uses a sample from drake's owns uh from his song called uh, dreams money can buy and so in there this one pusher says rappers on their sophomores acting like they boss lords fame such a funny thing for sure when n-words started believing all them encores and so uh, that was a that was a slight shot to drake well it wasn't slight because he was the only one of the sophomore album at that time um and that's when drake released take care and then in 2012 exodus 23 verse 1 that's the title of the song that's when Bush, that's when Pusher made it a little bit more direct. Um, talking about the difficult contract signing with Young Money. Um, talking about contract all effed up. I guess that means you all effed up. You signed to one N-word that signed to another N-word that signed to three N-words. Now that's bad luck. I remember that line and I was like, oh my goodness. And so Wayne, (laughs) Wayne went on Twitter and the tweet is actually still up from May 24th, 2012. Wayne's response to it was F Pusha T and anybody that love him. (laughs) Fam. (laughs) Okay. So you're now beginning to see the backstory of this and so 2013 drake finally fires back and um it's a track on um i think it was was it on wayne's album i'm not sure but it's called your favorite rapper and um he he mentioned um bench players talking like they starters i hate it on the track tuscan lever i remember he said that 
And he also said, I'm just as famous as my mentor, but that's still the boss. Don't get sent for. Get hype on tracks and jump in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for. And that was such a, I mean, it was a shot, but it was so broad and so, it wasn't direct. And so Pusher releases, releases HGTV in 2016, which is funny that he named it that. Um, and so he, he took a shot at Drake again. And he said, it's too far gone, which was Drake's first album, So Far Gone. It's too far gone when the realest ain't real. I walk amongst the clouds so your ceiling ain't real. These N-words call of duty because their killings ain't real with a questionable pen so the feeling ain't real. And so Drake responds with two birds, one stone on more life. And he's he calling out the drug dealing in songs. And he says, but really, it's you with all the drug dealers, dealer stories. That's got to stop, though. You made a couple of chops and now you think you choppo. You middleman in this ish. Boy, you was never them guys. I can tell because I look most of you dead in your eyes. And then you'll be trying to sell the story for the rest of your life. So he was talking about Pusher because when that song came out, I was like, oh, it's about to go down. And I was waiting because what was that? That was 2017. I was like, it's just a matter of time. So when I heard Pusher was working on the album, I was like, I bet you, I bet you some shots are going to be taken at Drake. I bet you. So this is not a surprise to me. This is a surprise to some folks, but not me. I saw this coming, like I said, from 2002. <laughs> this is a long beef. So anyway, Pusher released Daytona, obviously, on the track Infrared. I mean, he just, good Lord, he came, he came at him. Um... Uh, and some of the some of the stuff he said in there, he said the lyric pen in him, the lyric pen in equals the Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Oh, Quentin Miller is his alleged ghostwriter. And well, it's not alleged. He, he did ghostwrite some stuff for Drake. But anywho, that's that's the backstory on that. And so they was waiting for Drake to, to, to come back and release something because he was quick on the draw with Meek. So I was like, oh, OK, let's see how fast Drake is going to respond. So he released the Duppy Freestyle. <laughs> and it's funny because that's the track was dope because he came in there. And he sighed like, oh, I'm so tired of this. <sighs> And then he he went in. I ain't going to lie. Drake went in on his joint. He said, I had a microphone of yours, but then the signature faded. I think that pretty much resembles what this has been happening lately. Um, and it's funny because, you know, Drake, um, he actually owned a microphone with signatures, put, um, Pusher's signature. So... <laughs> uh, there's an interview floating around where Drake is talking about being a Pusha T fan and buying his autographed microphone. So that that whole line was in reference to that. Um, and Drake also took aim at um, Kanye and talking about uh, what do you really think of them N words that's making your beats? 
I've done things for him I thought he never would need. Father had to stretch his hand out and get it from me. Kanye has a song called Father Stretch Out My Hands, um, which Drake helped him on. I popped styles for 30 hours, then let him repeat, he raps, which, you know, he helped him out on, um, I think it was called Pop Style. Because Drake thanked him for, like, um, helping him out for 30 hours on that song, which, so Drake was very direct and, and he had a lot of references, back references to those lines. Um, then Drake was petty and sent an invoice. And we was like, oh man, push it. Is he going to respond? Is he going to respond? He's taking a while. He didn't respond as fast as uh, Drake did. And then Drake released another joint called I'm Upset, which me personally, I was like, eh, he didn't need to do that. I think he kind of messed up. And boy, that's when Pusha came out with the story of Adonai. <laughs> and that that joint, like, I'm not even gonna go over the bars. Oh, actually, I am. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say at least a couple of bars from it. Um, I'm not gonna go over the whole song, but one of the notable joints, he, <laughs> one of the notable joints, he said. And Adonis is your son, and he deserves more than an Adidas press run. That's real. Love that baby. Respect that girl. Forget she's a porn star. Let her be your world. Now, Pusha was ruthless on this. Because, first of all, the cover of it is Drake in blackface. And it's not a Photoshop picture. It's an actual picture of Drake in blackface. He was doing it for a promotion. Uh... You know, trying to bring light into how it's difficult for black people to make it in entertainment, but he never mentioned it until he got called out on it, which I'm like, uh, like, you don't if you're starting to explain yourself in the middle of a beef or a ba battle rap, like, eek, you know, it's yeah. So <laughs> he was going in on Drake, man, like he talked about his mom being single and lonely because Drake's dad left him and Drake's dad be wearing these Steve Harvey suits and looking ridiculous. He took a shot at his best friend, 40, who makes his beats and stuff like that because 40's dealing with uh, multiple sclerosis. Wow, I said that on the first go. Um, and he's like 40 looking 80, hunched over and da-da-da. He, like, he went at him. People was like, yo, he went too far on that. Um, listen, guys, I grew up in an era where Tupac was, uh, you know, talking about having sexual relations with one's wife and, and talking about people with sickle cell and making sure their kids don't grow no more, things like that. And I know people are like, well, Pac died, though. Duh, duh, duh. And I also grew up where Jay-Z talked about leaving condoms on Nas's baby's mama's seat. Um, so they can get pretty ruthless in these in these um battle raps and pusher he went all the way there and didn't care at all um so oh the whole the whole adidas press run line drake was going to make the announcement about his son through an adidas press line because i think he was either coming out with a clothing line or some sneakers or what but it was it was called it was going to be adding on which is the story of adding on 
And um, that's when he was going to talk about his son. He named it after his son, yada, yada. And then he was going to reveal it. But the fact that Pusha got the jump on that and spilt it in this battle rap, oh, he messed up Drake's plans. And it has been days, guys. I, I almost want to say it's been a week. And we have not heard anything from Drake except his explanation on the blackface photos circulating. Um, and so it's, it's getting is I don't know if Drake's going to respond. The last I heard, Kanye said that the beef is over with. Um, I honestly think it needs to be over with because at this point, it's just going to get very disrespectful and I don't want anybody getting hurt, man. I think at this point, when you bring in wives and children and, and, and things like that, man, you need to y'all need to talk it all over the phone. Like everything is not entertainment, man. And, you know, while we appreciate the bars and the ruthlessness, like let's there needs to be a, a, a stopping point at some point. But anywho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was ruthless, man. Just wanted to talk about it. So keep it locked. Go into the next segment and I'll catch you there. Peace. Welcome back to the podcast, the Walk with Jason podcast, that is. I am your host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason. And if you are not following me on social media, follow me, Walk with Jason, everything. Walk with Jason. Walk with Jason. Walk with Jason. If you can't find me for some odd reason, go to walkwithjason.com and find out everything about me and more. Because there's more stuff that's not on social media that's on my website that you can find out about me. Huh? Huh? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Do that. Anywho. Not going to belabor your time because I've been pretty long-winded on this episode. But it's a special episode, guys. This is the the real comedians of social media episode you know what i mean but i did say i was going to talk about petty sports and give the crying jordan shout outs and all that stuff um let's talk about it let's talk about the nba it is the nba finals now um for some reason um houston decided to throw a lot of bricks I mean, what they they missed like 37 threes or something like coach D'Antoni was like, you know what? We're not switching up our game plan. Just keep shooting till your fingers fall off. And boy, they were building bricks. OK, there shouldn't be any homeless people in Houston because there's enough bricks to build homes for everyone there. They was throwing up bricks galore. You hear me? There was drug dealers looking at this game like, man, that's a lot of bricks. My goodness. It was just ridiculous, man. I mean, it was just chalking them joints up and just boing, boing, boing. It was ridiculous, bro. So that's it for Houston. Going bye-bye. And here we are. Y'all guys wanted it. I, I told you it was going to be nauseous if it happened, and it did happen. Y'all got it. Part four. Cleveland versus Golden State. Ooh, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to headbutt a beehive and put honey on my forehead and just let the bee bees just sting me. And then from the sting 
stings, I just jump into a pool of rubbing alcohol and just, I'd rather do all of that than to watch the NBA Finals. Because I'm fed up with both teams. I'm fed up with LeBron. I'm fed up with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, the misfits that are on the Cleveland Cavaliers. But, you know, it is what it is. I literally, and I'm going to be really honest, like I was on social media saying, oh, Nick Jr., man, like I'm watching Peppa Pig right now. It's lit. Like I literally was watching Peppa Pig with my daughter instead of watching the game. I wasn't those were jokes, but that was reality, too. I was not watching the game. And then I kept getting text and and calls like, oh, the game's close. The game's close, man. The game's close. And I had one person sending me like screenshots of what was happening. And um, next thing you know, my whole timeline was talking about J.R. Smith. And I was like, what did J.R. Smith do? Did he do something very J.R. Smith and Lee? And he did. And everybody's talking about, oh, man, how can J.R. Smith forget that they were, you know, the game was tied. He didn't know the score. And so he dribbled it out and caused the overtime. That was done. That was idiotic. Da, 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 da. You know, it's it's, true. That was dumb. It was idiotic. You know, we'll talk about that. But I think George Hill needs to get either the same energy or more energy for missing the free throw. I don't care how you how you formulate it. A miss free throw is a lot. Um, a free throw is a lot easier than an offensive rebound. Okay, you get paid millions of dollars to to make buckets. Okay, to play basketball and you're you're a professional. You are a professional basketball player. The NBA's are the pros. Okay, the professional basketball. If I went to a professional doctor. I mean, I don't want him to be missing on a surgery. If I went to a professional dentist, I don't want to be missing teeth, um, you know, by accident because of his goof up. So George Hill, man, I know the pressure was on him and he was a little nervous or whatever, And he, but he missed it. He missed it so bad that J.R. Smith got the rebound. Think about it for a second. Think about it. J.R. Smith got the rebound that's how bad he missed the shot and so yeah we can yuck 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 at jr smith but george hill man i think he was the one that choked the game away um with the missed free throw um but it is what it is lebron (laughs) oh poor bron bron had 51 points eight rebounds eight assists and still lost because of his team uh and I could care less. You know, I went on social media and said who I was rooting for, for the sake of picking someone. And I really, I really wish both of them could just lose, but there has to be a winner. And I will much rather have Cleveland win than Golden State because number one, I can't stand Kevin Durant. Like I, I, I hate Kevin Durant more than I hate LeBron James. Um, the Cavaliers as a whole, I, you know, they're just a bunch of mis- misfits, and I feel sorry for them. The Warriors, however, they have this entitlement, this, this smugness about them that just rubs me the wrong way, and so I just want them to lose. But the major reason why I root for Cleveland over Golden State is because if Cleveland wins it all, 
Dwayne Wade, Derrick Rose, and Isaiah Thomas are eligible for a ring. Okay? And that's dope to me. That's dope, especially for Derrick Rose, man. You know, get get D Rose a ring, man. He done broke both of his knees and ankles, and he he put his body on the line. Um, for all of that, just for y'all, man. Just for y'all. Okay, get a man a ring. Come on, LeBron. Help him. Help them out. Dwayne Wade getting another ring. <laughs> That's dope, man. Um, and Isaiah Thomas, you know, he'll get his ring too. But at the end of the day, I can care less who wins. I just can't wait for the season to be over with so we can start talking about other things, um, other sports. Because the NBA, man, they can. Anywho, that's my little short take on the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals. So game two is actually, well, I'm recording this on Saturday. Game two is on Sunday night. So you're listening to this on Monday. I have no clue what happened Sunday night, but I'm pretty sure Cleveland lost again. If not, that's great. It's tied. Y'all can watch it even longer. But I think it it Golden State's gonna win, man. I, I can't see Cleveland winning. But you know, if they do, they do. Anywho, let me go ahead and uh send you off to the last segment of this podcast. Keep it locked. Welcome, 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 welcome to the last segment of the podcast. Whoop, 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 whoop. If you're listening to this again for the first time, I am the host, Jason Tyree, a.k.a. A Man Called Jason. You can find me on social media, Walk With Jason, everything. And if you still can't find me there, go to walkwithjason.com where you have even more information on me. I'm telling you, there's more information on my website about me okay y'all go ahead and do that anywho about to end this episode with shout outs and the crying jordan face of the week let me get these shout outs out of the way first um a super quick shout out to sharice holloman yeah shout outs to you out there in texas yeah, out there in Texas, because everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's my accent. But um, I also want to give a, you know, two more shout outs. I normally give one shout out per episode, but this is a special episode. I can do what I want. I write the rules here. OK, these are my rules. It's my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, want to give a shout out to, again, Rob Thomas. R. Michael Thomas, as he is on uh, social media, that's the homie. Appreciate you, bro, uh, just for being. It, you know, it's weird. Like, sometimes you meet people online that you have yet to meet in person. I've known him, golly, since 2000, I want to say 2005. 2005, about 13 years, man, I've known him. We still haven't met so one day we're going to do that, man. We're going to meet up, man. But 
you know, it you you meet some amazing people um, along the lines when you when you actually use social media for what it's for, you know, um, it's a great thing. And actually, we didn't even meet on social media. We met, like I said earlier in the um, episode, we met on this site called a hot mess blog. He was a writer on there. He put me on as a writer um, and we've just kept in contact ever since. The whole gang, not just Rob, but Daria, Raider's wifey, shout out to her. Uh, uh, oh, Antina Redman, a.k.a. A-Red. That's that's the homie right there. Um, that Man, we had we had quite of a, 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 a crew back then, man. Ah, we had this site called Blogadelphia that I put together and it was going to be like a social media joint for bloggers. And uh, it was fun, man. When it, you know, for a little bit of time, it was up, man. Shout out to Butch. Yeah. Shout out to Butch. Um, quite, quite a few people, um, was on there. Uh, what's, what's my girl name? I can't, oh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. It was a lot of good people on, on, on that joint, man, but I want to give a shout out you know going back to where i was giving a shout out to rob shout out to you sir mr ips yeah anywho my last shout out goes out to the brother of kev on stage jason fredericks uh i want to give a shout out a special shout out to him man um he's going through chemo he's doing um you know i think he had like a transplant um you know, dealing with, with his ailments. And I just want to, you know, first of all, keep him lifted up in prayer. Um, and just thank him. I want to thank him for just his positivity through it all, man. And just his, his faith in God. And through this process, you know, he got a lot of kids, um, as well. And I think he's the older brother of Kev. Yeah. He's, he's big bro. He's big bro. But, uh, you know, salute to you, sir. Um, thank you. And, you know, we're we praying on this end for you for a complete and total healing. Um, Jason's actually, he's, okay, the Playmakers. I don't know if you're familiar with them. This is before Kevin, you know, kind of branched off and did his own thing. But the Playmakers, it was Kev, his brother Jason, and I want to say Anthony Davis. So those, you know, especially Anthony's still doing skits and stuff, man. Like if you follow him on uh, Instagram, um, matter of fact, let me, let me find out. You can follow Jason Fredericks on Instagram is J S O N Fredericks on Instagram. Oh shoot. I'm about to mess up something real quick. Hold on. Yeah. So J S O N Fredericks on Instagram. And I'm I'm looking for Anthony. Um, J S O N. Yep. And for Anthony, I want to say A Davis. Is it A Davis? Uh, Ant. Yeah, Mister Mister Ant Davis. M R A N T Davis. Um, follow him on there. And if you want to follow Rob, follow him on R Michael Thomas. 
You'll find him on there as well. Tell him I sent you. Um, but anywho, yeah, man, shout out to, to those people there. And let's get to this crying Jordan face of the week. This one's pretty easy. Yes, it is pretty easy. And it all happened because of a tweet. Twitter be getting people in trouble. <laughs> oh, man. So if you don't know, I think it happened either Monday or Tuesday or. No, it was Tuesday, 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 ABC told Roseanne that, hey, man, y'all finna get another season, season two. Yeah. Then it was either 30 minutes or an hour later or something. Um, Roseanne tweeted Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby VJ. She was re responding to a comment about Valerie Jarrett, who was a top former aide to President Obama. Um, but when that tweet went out, like moments later, ABC was like, oh, yeah, about that second season. Nah, fam, we're not doing that. We're going to go ahead and cancel your joint. So <laughs> just like that, she lost her show. Yeah, ain't no more Roseanne coming back. At least, at least not with Roseanne on there. They may, I don't know. I think they were talking about trying to keep the show, but not her. So I don't know if she's going to be killed off or something on that joint. Um, I don't know, man. Just, yo, it was funny is the, the top exec that ABC is a black woman. I mean, come on, guys. What do you think was going to happen? But, yeah, she gets the crying Jordan face of the week. You know, she went on there Tuesday evening talking about, you know, she issued an apology to the show's cast and crew. Don't feel sorry for me, guys. I just want to apologize to the hundreds of people and wonderful writers, all liberal and talented actors who lost their jobs on my show due to my stupid tweet. Um, then she was talking about how she'll be on the Joe Rogan's podcast on Friday. Um, and this is not the first time she's been on the, uh, controversial side of statements, but yeah, that's what's going on, man. That's what happened to Roseanne. Good old Roseanne and an update. I guess she didn't go on the Joe Rogan show because Joe Rogan, tweeted the roseanne podcast is not happening today she's not doing well and she doesn't want to travel she's gone radio silent on me so i'm going to step a step away the whole thing has been pretty brutal on her and i hope she can find some peace so pretty much as code for she's embarrassed and doesn't want to talk get it um she tweeted three days ago and two days ago one of the things she said was can you all help me get more followers here at the nerve of her asking for more followers um the more i have the more my words will have weight i mean your words have weight already you lost your show because of your words but anywho um, i am a fighter for fairness in all aspects of, of us life or us life i don't know what she's talking about 
I am tired of being smeared over a stupid mistake, erasing 30 years of activism. I didn't know she was an activist for 30 years. Did you know that? I, I didn't know that. Anywho, um, a day later, she uh, tweeted, I end by offering everyone involved one more apology and prayers for healing for our divided nation. Tomorrow is um, Sabbath. And I will continue to pray that everything for everyone goes forward and ends well for all. Signing off Twitter for a while. Love you guys. <sighs> it is what it is, guys. Especially when you're famous, man, you really got to watch what you say. You really got to watch what you say. Now, it's, you know what? It's not even because I. Let me let me backtrack on that. A lot of times I say you got to watch what you say. You got to watch what's in your heart because watching your mouth is doesn't fix the heart issue. It's just keeping you silent. You need to fix what's in your heart, man, because becoming famous and becoming rich only magnifies what's in your heart. You know, Roseanne Johnson from Montana can say something racist and it's not going to have any effect. But if Roseanne Johnson suddenly becomes this famous megastar with the same heart, and then she says something on a bigger platform, then it's going to be a big fiasco. So please fix your heart guys. That's, that's, that's my final word. I feel like Jerry Springer final word here, guys, listen, fix your heart. <laughs> But seriously, man, fix your heart first, man, before you before you make it big. Not even not even if you're trying to make it big, just in general, guys, just have a good heart about things or don't be an idiot. One of the two. Just something. Golly, man, it's not that hard. Anywho, that's it for this podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. I know it's pretty long. This is probably the longest podcast I've done to this date. But again, this is a special one. This is a special podcast. And I thank you all for tuning in and listening to me ramble. And um, yeah, hope you guys have a great week. And I'll catch you next week. But, 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 but hold on. Before I leave, I only have one question. I only have one question. That question is who wants to walk with Jason?